Good morning, my lovelies. I hope you had a most wonderful weekend, a most wonderful week, and I wish you a most blessed week ahead. I am coming to you from bliss, staring at my black girl magic. <laughs> I am loving this painting. It is just <sighs> whew, exuding everything for me. Sitting here with my, my butter blanket. This is definitely going to be my new accessory uh, during my podcast, you know, so shout out to my butter blanket, Kindred, for this, <laughs> my superwoman. Um, I had a most interesting week. Uh, you guys remember last week was my birthday and it was an amazing, amazing time for me. You know, um, the amount of love that I received, that I felt, um, was just, uh, I'm, I'm still in awe about it, you know, um, and it, my birthdays just continue to get better and better. And so I'm going to ride those out (laughs) until again, that number on the right side of my dash. So I had had, um, a conversation with an ex wasn't intentional. They had uh, asked me a question and it just turned into um, (laughs) the thoughts that are in this podcast today. Um, When I was in my early 30s, I used to write these lists, these birthday lists. So like 32 things to do when I was 30. Excuse me, 32 things to do when I was 32. You know, 30 things to do when I was 30, right? Um, and it started because, um, my children, you know, I used to take them on all these excursions and stuff. They love to go to the movies. So, um, we were at the movies. I felt like every other week it was crazy. You know, whenever a new movie came out, we were there. So obviously if it was a horror movie, we were definitely not there. (laughs) We have already established, I don't do horror, right? So uh, this one particular time, uh, I said, all right, I'm going to go pick up the tickets for the movies. And they said to me they wanted to go with their friends. And I was elated. <laughs> I was like, yes, cool, 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 cool. Bonus, I will buy the tickets for you and your friends. You know, so they went to the movies with their friends. I sat home, probably on the couch. With a rerun of Law and Order, because that's what I do. It doesn't matter what Law and Order is, it's my show, right? And I could sit there all day doing that. So that's probably what I did, you know, and just kind of just <sighs> exhaled because I didn't have to do this running around that I thought I was going to have to do, right? So two weeks pass, another movie comes out. Hey, ladies, I'm going to go buy these tickets again, they said. Hey, we kind of want to go with our friends. And I was like, cool, cool. I mean, my cool wasn't as, you know, like two weeks ago. Cool, cool, cool. Bonus. I'll buy these tickets. It was cool, cool. All right, well, you and your friends have fun. <laughs> Definitely not buying tickets again for you and your friends. <laughs> so um, they go to the movies. I probably did exactly what I did the time before that because it's Pretty much what I was do I would do when I didn't have anything to do, 
sit on a couch, watch some reruns of Law and Order. I mean, it is like one of the best shows on the planet. How could you not, right? <laughs> so, and it's always rerunning on some channel at this point, you know. So, um, I was going to find it somewhere, right? So, fast forward, it happened again. And at this time, I was just like, well, dang, they don't want to hang out with me anymore. Like, you know, whatever. I just do my own thing. I don't care, you know. Go ahead. I don't have to you know, do that with you guys. I got my own life. <laughs> and then realized that my life consisted of laying on the couch, watching Lord Order reruns. <laughs> and it, it, it saddened me. It started to sadden me because I realized at that moment that I knew who I was as a mother and I knew who I was as a wife. At that point I was an ex-wife, but I knew who I was as a wife and I was in a relationship. I knew who I was as a girlfriend but I didn't know who I was. I knew who I was as an employee, but I did not know who I was as a woman, as an individual. My life tailored around making sure everyone else was good that I never really thought about what made me good, right? You know, as an individual. So these birthday lists came. My birthday was coming up. So I said, I'm going to write this list. And um, I believe it was the suggestion of my cousin. Um, we were talking and I was like, you know what? I'm going to roll with that. So um, I wrote this this list, you know, 30 something things to do at 30 something. So whatever age I was, we'll just say 32. I wrote 32 things on the list, things that I, you know, never really did before that I want to do. Because at this point, I took myself to the movies. I was like, I'm going to go by myself. And I realized I hated going to the movies. Like, I just hated it. I hated the whole scene. I just hated being around all the people that people bring their kids to movies that they shouldn't be bringing their kids to. Kid is kicking the back of the chair. And I was just like, God, I hate this, right? Why do I do this? Why? Because that's what my kids love to do. Fast forward, I actually do like going to the movies, but I am bougie about my movies. These are the things that I realized. It took me years to realize. I'm bougie about my movies. If they don't have reclining seats, I'm not going. And I only go like on the first show because, again, you did not wake your kids up at 11 o'clock. Nobody's getting their kids up at 11 to bring them to a movie. But I don't mind getting up at 11 to go to the movie because I don't have to deal with anybody else's people. Right. So but again, these are things I learned. Right. So I um, decide to write these lists on things that I never really did before, you know, um, I grew up in Queens and I had never been to Met Stadium, which was Shea Stadium, I think it was at the time, uh, back when I was a kid and became City Field. Either way, never been there. Right. So um, but I had been to Yankees games. So I said, I'm going to put that on my list. You know, again, a native of New York City, never been to the top of the Empire State Building. So I was like, I'm putting that on my list and I'm going to do steakhouses and you know, because I never really went to steakhouses and, you know, so why not? Let's do this, right? Let's do all these things, right? Put all these things on the list. So 32, I only could put 32 things on the list. So some things got left off, you know, and oh, that'll wait until next year kind of deal, right? So I'm excited about this list because I'm going to find who I am, right? And then my next birthday comes and I did like five things off of that list. <laughs> 
and I was depressed. <laughs> I was like, what happened? And those five things I probably did a month before my birthday because I was like, wow, I didn't really do anything. You know, I might have did one or two before and then pretty much didn't do anything else. And then my birthday is coming up and I was like, oh, my God, I got to try to cross some things off this list. And it depressed me because I was like a whole year went by. And I'm sure you did plenty of things for other people, but nothing for yourself. Why? Why won't you do anything for yourself? All right. So write the next list. And again, next birthday comes around, felt miserably. <laughs> just won't, 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 just failed. <laughs> right? So um, I, it was saddening me. And uh, I started to realize that um, I did not know me. Like, I really don't know me. You know, and I had to figure out why I why I wouldn't do these things for myself. Why couldn't I figure out the things that would make me happy? Like, what what was the blockage on this? You know, um, so fast forward, um, you know, the partner, the person I was with before this ex I was having a conversation with, um, they thought the list was just stupid. Every year it was like, why... Who does that? Like, it's just stupid. You know, write a list, like, you know, which really <laughs> killed my self-esteem, killed my self-worth because it was like, why do I have to make a list to make myself happy? Why can't I just go do stuff? And I was just like, why can't I just go do stuff? But I just couldn't. And I didn't know why I, I needed, I needed this list. And, and looking back on it, I did need that, but I didn't realize that there was, pro- that was progress at the time because I, you know, wasn't doing all of the things, you know, so it was, it was epic failure for me. Um, so fast forward to the ex that I'm having this conversation with, um, he says to me, you know, you know, your birthday just went past. I was like, my birthday did just go past. Right. Now we had a initially an amicable breakup and then some outside factors, you know, reared their ugly heads in. And it became a very horrible, nasty situation. Um, and I pretty much hit rock bottom at that moment. And I had to regroup. I had to regroup. And I had, you know, at this point, start all over. What, figure out what it is that keeps you down it's like crabs in a barrel. I was, you know, they keep pulling each other down. I was my own crab pulling my own self down. I just kept pulling me down. Something kept pulling me down, you know, and I was doing it to myself, right? So when he asked me about the list, he said, when he asked me about my birthday, I said, my birthday did go past. He was like, you know, so did you accomplish everything off your list? Because I know how you are about these lists, you know? And I was like, <laughs> I thought about it for a hot second. I was like, ah, you know how I used to be about these lists. You know, again, we, we, we're cordial now, right? But we don't really speak. So he was unaware that I no longer do these lists. So he was like, what do you mean you no longer do these lists? I said, I, I don't. 
he was like, what are you talking about? Your list was everything. Like he seemed offended a little. Your list was everything. Like that was everything. Because when I had my list, you know, it was everything. So he would try to help me cross things off my list. And then I got dependent on someone else, you know, doing my list with me. Not realize this list was all about me trying to figure out what I liked, not what I liked with my partner. I knew that already. I knew who I was as a, as a partner. I just didn't know who I was as an individual. So I said to him, I required those lists back then because I was so unhappy. But I'm not unhappy anymore. So I don't necessarily require written lists. I just kind of just get up and do and live life. I required those lists back then because I didn't know who I was. And I didn't know my self-worth. But I know who I am now. And I know my worth. So I don't necessarily require a list anymore. So um, did I complete my birthday list? I never wrote one to complete. So um, I just kind of just lived in the moment. You know, and that's pretty much how I live my life now. So he, I gather, was offended. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, I was like, you seem offended. Why? He's like, no, I just, you know, you were unhappy. I guess you were, you were just unhappy. I said, oh, this is not about you. None of this is about you. I said, I never said that I was unhappy with you. I never said I was unhappy within the relationship. I was just unhappy. So because I was unhappy and didn't know my worth, didn't know what I brought to the table, you and I were never going to work anyway. Because, not because of who you were, it's not about you. It's because who I was. And I was unhappy. As an individual. It has nothing to do with anyone else. I said, so I had to figure out why I was so unhappy and why I was allowing this unhappiness to be my crab in the barrel. Every time I wanted, every time I tried to crawl out of the barrel, my unhappiness just kept pulling me down. So I took the time when I hit rock bottom um, to figure that out, you know, to slowly figure it out. It's like um, putting together, you, you got this thousand piece puzzle and it just seems so impossible to put this puzzle together because at the end of the day, I would, I was, I was broken. I was broken puzzle pieces and I took the, the brokenness, you know, I was, I was broken as a child and I put that in my ex-husband's lap and I said, sir, I'm going to need you. I'm broken. I'm going to need you to put me back together. That's your project. That's, that's your thing. You know, because I just don't want to do it. I'm tired. I'm tired of being broken, and, but I don't know how to put me back together. And I don't want to. I don't want to put out the energy. You do it. You know, you love me, right? You do it. And then it obviously didn't work because he's my ex-husband. <laughs> I took that baggage from my childhood, that brokenness from my childhood, the added brokenness from my failed marriage. And I put that in my next relationship's lap. And I said, Hey, I am broken. Uh, I don't feel like 
I, I, I don't even have the patience to fix this, you know, just, just fix me because I didn't break me. So I feel like somebody else should have to fix me because I didn't do this. Right. And obviously that didn't work. And then I took A, B and C and put it in the ex's lap that I'm that I'm having this conversation with and repeated the same cycle. And then when everything came crashing down, I'm like, I mean, I'm in uh, broken into this thousand piece puzzle. Right. I was like, I got to start putting me back together. So what did I do? Went through the thousand pieces, found the four corners. And then, then I started finding the edges until the whole edges, the whole edge of the puzzle was put together. That was the list. See, at the time I didn't realize that the five things I might've accomplished at 32 was something, was important. It was part of my process because those are five things I didn't do before. But because I was so broken and I all I found were the, the corners, right? And I couldn't see, you can't see the puzzle when you only have the four corners, right? So you still have a hard time seeing the puzzle when you finally put the edges together. But you you keep going because it's like, okay, I got that done. Whew. All right. Now let's, let's, there's a red balloon in this puzzle. Let's put this red balloon together. Let's find all the red pieces and try to put this red balloon together. And then there's a sun. So let, let's find all of the yellow pieces for the sun and start to put that together. And there is a, a beach or, you know, there's a, an umbrella for the beach. Let's find all the pieces for the umbrella and put that together. You know, until you start putting it all together. Like I have this... <laughs> this Mandalorian puzzle that's sitting on my, uh, my coffee table now for me to put together. It's 500 pieces. I am putting together the corners. And then I'm going to start putting together Baby Yoda. <laughs> Baby Yoda is my thing. I love him. I heart Baby Yoda. You know, um, so now, you know, again, until you put it together, and then I'll find the, the helmet for the Mandalorian, and then I'll put that together. That's, that's my thing right now, right? That was me. Right. And every birthday I accomplished more things that the list were pieces of that puzzle. The list was, you know, Baby Yoda's face. And then the list was the next list was the Mandalorian's helmet. And, you know, and it keeps going and going until, you know, I got to a point where I started seeing the puzzle. Everything started connecting and I no longer was I mean, I was still I was still a little broken. But I also was able to see that I was putting myself back together. And in the course of doing that, I was learning my self-worth. Because at the end of the day, no, I did not break me. But the person that broke me, it was never their responsibility to put me back together. Just like it was never any of my ex's responsibility to put, it back, to put me back together. That was always going to be my responsibility. And yes, as a child, I didn't know how to do that. But when I became an adult, I did learn how to do that. I just chose not to. And just stayed in that space of unhappiness and then would be angry and hence my anger management issue uh, would be angry that I was in this space that somebody else broke me. And why isn't somebody else going to fix me? So I had to put out the work to, to fix myself. 
to to learn, not fix myself, to put me back together, to put the puzzle back together. And then I had to know my worth. I had to, once you put the puzzle together, and I know when I was younger, we used to take Elmer's glue, clear glue, and put it along the puzzle. And if that was if that puzzle was everything to you, you framed that jammy and you put it up. I had to do that. That's what I needed to do for myself. One puzzle piece at a time. So I put myself, you know, back together. And it started with forgiveness. Again, because what was what was my crab in my barrel was my anger was my unwillingness to let go and forgive. So once I did that, man, listen, I, it just seemed like ease crawling out of that barrel, crawling out of that well. Like I was, you know, superwoman at that point. I was, you know, doing one of these silly challenge obstacle courses, killing it in the elite group at that point, you know, um, because I, I let go of, what was holding me back, what I was allowing to hold me back, you know, which allowed me to start taking these things off the shelf. Again, the list, things that were on my list that I put on a physical list that I just put on in the closet, on the shelf, dreams deferred. And it allowed me to start taking those things off piece by piece. So no, I didn't need to write a list anymore. I already knew the list. You know, a lot of the things for my birthday list were carryovers from the year before. Clearly a lot of it because I did like five or six <laughs> every year, right? So um, I started taking these things off the shelf. I started learning what my worth is. We spend so much time saying to people, you need to know your worth in the relationship and what you're not going to put up with. Yeah, knowing your worth in the relationship starts with knowing your own worth within yourself. You can't set boundaries in a relationship with someone if you haven't even set those boundaries for yourself. These are the things I will not do to myself. Therefore, I will not allow anyone to do to me. These are the things that I will do for myself, the things I expect of myself. So these are the things that I expect people to do for me or with me or whatever the case may be. But it starts with yourself. So these are the limits, the boundaries that I will set for me so that you can understand what those boundaries are within the relationship. That's it. They all start with you and you knowing your worth, you knowing what you brought to your table. Now, again, I like a certain table. Right, I might change the settings, the color schemes for the seasons. My table's pretty much the same. I set it pretty much the same. The fork goes in the same spot. The knife goes in the same spot. The spoon goes in the same spot. The plate goes in the same spot. The table runner is in the same spot. I might change the runner. I might change the placemats. I might change the plates. I might change the cups. I might change the utensils but they all are pretty much the same. I still require the same things at my table for myself. Therefore, that's what I'm going to place in each setting when it comes to everything else and everyone else in my life. Everybody else who comes to my table gets the same place setting as me. 
because I will treat you the same way that I expect to be treated, that I expect to be treated, and I will treat you the way that I treat myself. So that is about knowing your worth. Once you learn your worth, you need to embrace your worth. I mean, wear that jammy like rich people wear fur coats, you know, they clutch it to the chest, you know, and walk outside and like, yep, yep, that's me. That's me. I'm wearing this. I am wearing this. Wear your worth like dudes wear their J's. And if you come too close, don't be trying to scuff my J's now. You, you coming too close to that. You know, you, 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 bringing some, you bringing some stuff, you bringing some dust that I don't want on them. If you coming over here clean, we good. But if you come over here with that dirt, we might have a problem. Wear your self-worth like, like your first day back to school outfit. Like that outfit. You remember back in the day when you, the first day back at school, you spent like the last two weeks of the summer putting together the perfect outfit. This, no, no, not wearing that shirt. Wait, this shirt doesn't go with these jeans now. And I really want to wear these jeans, right? But, oh, shoot, this, this, these jeans don't go with these sneakers I'm, I want to wear or these shoes I want to wear. You know, you planned your whole outfit from your hair accessory to what went on your feet. Your socks, too. <laughs> if you busted out some socks, if it was too cool that day, you know, that you couldn't wear your open toes. You planned that outfit. That was your thing. You got your parents to, you know, like, mom, oh my God, I got to have this dad, 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 please come on. I got, you got to buy me these kicks, yo. You got to buy me these kicks. I mean, if you buy, yo, you don't even understand what that's going to do for me in school. You know, it's everything. It's everything. And don't, don't have had a summer job and bought your own stuff. I mean, cheese on bread. You was just, you stepped in the building like, you couldn't tell me nothing. You couldn't tell me nothing because I bought that. Everything from my head to my toe, I bought that. That was probably my whole summer check, but it didn't matter. <laughs> that was going to be the best outfit I ever put on, right? So you, put, you get dressed. You go to school, first day of school. You in your head, again, this is in your head because you ain't scuffing up them shoes, right? Because again, you pay for them shoes. You ain't scuffing these shoes up. In your head, you kicked in the door when you walked in the building like that like like meth kaboom guess who stepped in the room you stepped in the building like that right and then you walked up to the metal detectors now again i i went to a new york city public school and we had metal detectors <laughs> so you stepped up to that metal detector right and you pause post yep i said pause post right like like you was in the photo booth at green acres mall you pause post you know, because you got to make sure that everybody, everybody saw this outfit. Why? Because the back to school, for the first day back to school outfit was what set the tone for you for the school year. It's what set your worth for the rest of the year. So you had to wear it and wear it, wear it. That's how I want you to wear your self-worth. That's how I want you to wear your worth. 
When somebody, you know, comes to try to test the boundaries on it, when somebody gets too close to them shoes, them sneakers that you worked hard for, you worked hard for, like, oh, don't bring that dirt over here. Don't bring that dust over here. I keep these clean. I keep this ironed and fresh. Don't bring that over here. These are the boundaries you set for yourself. Wear your worth like it's your first day back to school outfit. I will end this podcast as I end every podcast. Every day, my lovelies, aspire to inspire.